It's the Listen Local Show. Every Sunday at high noon, right here on listenlocalradio.com. Sponsored by our pals at Lloyd Pest Control. With support from the Renegade Bar, Rock and Roll San Diego, and Berkeley Sound. And now, here's this week's fun. Happy Sunday, December 28th. Hope you enjoyed, are still enjoying, and are about to enjoy some more of this festive holiday season. Thank you for tuning in to the Listen Local Show. I'm your host, Catherine Beeks, with a special show this week, a remix, if you will, of four episodes originally recorded at Berkeley Sound this past July, featuring three of San Diego's most distinguished and amazing gentlemen, each so important to our music scene that I felt these interviews should be posted again for your listening enjoyment. The shows have been lovingly, but hastily edited. Before we begin, I just wanted to say to you, listening now, how much I appreciate you listening. I know who you are, and I'll never be able to thank you enough. So now, without further ado, we join the show already in progress from July 2014 at Berkeley Sound. Enjoy. I'm Catherine Beeks, here along with Jeff Berkeley at Berkeley Sound in Bay Park. And Jeff Berkeley, I am joined this week by my boys of summer, my July guys, my iconic guest co-hosts, ladies and gentlemen, radio legend Jim McGinnis. We have Eagles songwriter Jack Timpson and music critic George Varga in studio with us. Not only this week, but every week in July. It's Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks for the warning. I mean, <laughs> I can't even tell you the, the hoops I had to jump through to get you all three here for the entire month to come back each week and join us, but thank you for doing so. And uh, we're just glad you're here. Hi, George. Hey, and given that I don't drive coming back every week. It's going to be yeah. tough. That's okay. <laughs> it's easy for me. I'm just sleeping at Jeff I was going to say, Jeff said yeah. you, could, you can sleep yeah. on the couch if you want to well, hang I'm out. Well, I'm, since I'm over here in England right now, it's, it's oh, that's, much easier. That's right. The reason we are doing this, uh, Jeff Berkeley... Uh, is in England the entire month of July playing uh, music with Eve Sellis, Berkeley Heart, uh, Berkeley Heart Sellis Twang. That's oh, right. cool. All those people that you mentioned. And so um, <laughs> you're joining us by the magic of... In jolly old England. Satellite. In jolly old England. I have my own radio station that travels with me. Are your are your beers um, warm? Or I'm actually on the bus right now having a Boddington's. Nice. Well, <laughs> thank you for uh, producing us from afar. We'll be playing only a few songs so that we can chat more, each of the boys having been asked to bring in songs to play. This one is by Darius and the Magnets, brought in by Jim McGinnis, right here on the Listen Local Show. Like she did that sad 
and the Magnets on the Listen Local Show. That one brought in by the godfather of the Homegrown Hour, Jim McGinnis. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, Catherine. It's Um, great to be back. And for those of you who have been living in a hole, I'll just quickly say (laughs) that uh, Jim McGinnis has been a successful commercial radio broadcaster since 1970, becoming a household name uh, during his 29-year stint. Wow. On 101... Point five KGB FM. What? Never heard of him. He uh, grew up immersed in rock and soul. (laughs) He leans towards the Hammond B3, and uh, he is the midday news anchor on Talk Radio 760. Also, you can hear him on 88.3. On Saturdays, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to be jamming out with his band very soon. I hear. Uh, yeah, the, the shenanigans. The will shenanigans. Be, will be playing the uh, Spring Valley Moose Lodge, <laughs> September sixth. That's oh. a great gig. That's a great gig. We played there before. It sure. wouldn't be the first time, and it's a great place for. Uh, it's really. Th- it's like a time warp. You know, oh, you're I've stepping been back into the '60s for the Saturday night sock hop yeah. or whatever. So <laughs> that's what we're trying to bring back, or we're hoping it. to bring back. But anyway. Let's get back to Darius and the Magnets. That's right. You brought that song into us. Thank yeah. you. Uh, first of all, let me just tell Jeff that I invited the guests to each bring a, a song each week to uh, talk about something that's uh, that right. kind of rocked their world. I think right. that's a good idea. Darius Degger uh, is still plays uh, the, to he, this day in San Diego. Yeah, has he been on this show? Uh, he his music has his music. Yeah, yep. I figured. Okay, yeah, Darius. Uh, we we go way back. That was recorded in uh, 1983 at the now defunct Myrich Uncle's nightclub on El Cajon Boulevard, oh, wow. <laughs> and that was a, a, a show where Four Eyes played uh, and Darius and the yeah. Magnet. So we recorded both wow. sets and played it back on the Homegrown show. That was the first. Uh, no, no, no. That, okay, that was later. Um, but when the the 1983 Homegrown album, Homegrown '84 that KGB did, which was their final one, came out in '83, and I created the Homegrown show at that time so that we could spotlight that album. 
which we had for sale for, I think, $2 all over nice. San Diego. So that was the, the genesis of the original Homegrown Show, which right. you are now carrying on this uh, 31 years later. Thank you for allowing me to do so. And that t- tune, which was recorded at Myra Chunkles, ended up on that final Homegrown album. Awesome. Uh, Homegrown 84, so Darius and the Magnets. Uh, and I like that because Darius was the first guy I knew anywhere who went out and actually bought a sitar. <laughs> and he brought, you know, the real thing. It wasn't an electric guitar made right. to sound like a sitar. He had the sitar and he sat down cross-legged on the stage, you know, like on a little rug and played the sitar on that tune you just heard. Backed with electric guitars and pounding drums and stuff. And I thought, this is real cool. And he went on uh, after uh, that, he went up to move to L.A. and uh, got in on the uh, neo-psychedelic movement of the the mid-1980s. And he put that song out as a single in L.A. And then he went to Europe. Uh, right. Sweden, Sweden, yes, and uh, had success there. And, and a family, yeah, and a family. Yeah. And now he has a talented well, daughter. Well, I was going to say he's, he's got two. He brought his girls back, back and, and uh, one is recording a record right here at Berkeley Sound. And both uh, play yeah. my, my kid shows. And and Cleopatra is now uh, twenty one, just turned twenty one. Twenty two. Oh, she's twenty two yep. now. She's fantastic. Just yeah, they're a great. They're an awesome family. The Deggers. Yeah. So. Good folks. Nice. Awesome. Well, thank you for bringing so that So that's song. how we kind of bring it all full circle here. People always ask that question, how did it start? And, and I did remember from, I had, uh, uh, I think I interviewed you on the, some anniversary of yeah. the Homegrown Hour. It was but, a few years ago. Yeah, and that, uh, that it had originally started out as this album concept where you invited uh, local folks to write about yeah, well, the, parts of the, the first show was, was to highlight that album. But after that, I opened it up to everybody. Nice. And that was the only homegrown album where it was basically uh, where you didn't have to do a song about San Diego. And, of course, that's the one that stiffed. Yeah. You know, that only sold like ten or 11,000 <laughs> copies where the others would do 50 or 60. So nice. we, we gave it a rest after that. But the show picked up, you know, so the show was basically like a record every week. Right. You know, you, a different bunch of tunes on it yeah. every week so you could record the show and make your own records yeah yeah you know. oh we love it oh yeah me i too. still get people to this day that bring in the albums and and sure. it's really exciting to see them so thank Collectors you so I much think. for that my friend Man, you're I, welcome i remember sitting at the radio with my cassette player like ready on record and pause ready mm. for the song that i had just heard like yesterday oh. that i wanted to record onto a cassette but i didn't know what it was called or when they were going to play it right and i would just <laughs> sit there and wait and i'd always miss like the first 10 seconds but I did yeah it. Yeah. That's dedication, Jeff. Heck yeah. yeah, I like I like the rock and roll. That is uh, old school. Is what that is right now. <laughs> What's um, a cassette? So, uh, what do you have going on now, Jim? I know that you're like we said, we're do- you're the uh, the news anchor. Yeah, I'm the midday news anchor right. on Talk Radio 760. Um, you know, I w- when I got lost my last rock and roll DJ job in 2005 when CBS changed formats. Yep. At 103.7, I don't know what it is this week, but yeah, I, I hear it's doing well. But <laughs> at, at that point, I I couldn't get uh, I couldn't get arrested, you know. So um, I uh, needed a, a gig, so I uh, went approached the, this company. Which at the time was called Metro, and they did traffic and news for you know they farmed it out to other stations, and they said okay. We'll we'll see what we can do for you. And then uh, one day, Dave Sniff, the program director at 760 KFMB, called me up and said, hey, uh, we have a deal with Metro. We want you to come over and do news here. And I already knew everybody there. My wife had worked there for yeah. years. And, and so it was like, you know, stepping back into a friendly atmosphere. And 
I had never done Beautiful. news before, but you got to do what you got to do. So yeah. that's what I do now. And there's a lot of happy people in San Diego when you got back on the radio. Uh, well, and I, I'm also doing a music show every Saturday morning on Jazz eighty eight point three, and a lot of people say I'm turning them on to to jazz. You know, nice my version of jazz, which skews perilously close to the rock, <laughs> the rock realm, but. Uh, yeah, I like, I love it. You just I love play the Eric things. Clapton songs with more chords in them. I, yeah, and an organist. Sure. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> must have an organist. <laughs> yes, that's right. We actually um, have a question sent in by Claudia Russell of Jazz oh, 88.3. My boss. Her question to you was How did being a DJ affect you as a musician? Well, that's obvious, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> you know what? You can say so much with so little. I've noticed. I, you have an I economy think, of words. I think, well, I mean, it goes without saying that I, I was exposed to music. You know, when I first started in radio, you could play anything you wanted. Yeah. You know, and then it, they began to take all that away from you over the years. But over the 40 years I've done this, I've been exposed to so much music. Uh, uh, you know, you name the style, I know some of it. And so, and then I started playing guitar when I was 18 years old and so what was your first guitar oh god a Tysco or something cool made by Mon- Montgomery Wards or yeah something. sure I got a I got a uh, it was horrible magnetone amp yeah yeah you needed like you needed to have a capo just to make a chord you know <laughs> <laughs> and my hands weren't strong enough. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was a, nice. it was a pile did of Did you junk. order it out of the catalog? Or did no, I, I think we actually stuff? went to, to Monkey Wards and bought it. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah, we lived yeah. In, near Chicago, so we could do that. Yeah. So they anyway, yeah, when you're surrounded by music, Catherine, uh, five or six days a week for most of your life, it's going to affect you. It's going so. to affect you. Yeah. All right. In a positive way. In a positive it way, yes. Yeah. So it's and- my experience uh, just listening to stuff has gotten me uh, offers to produce records, which I've done gotcha. from people who've said, hey, how can, you, how can you go wrong? You listen to music all the time, so we want you to produce our records. Right. So, so I, that was DFX2, by the way. We'll be playing them one of the upcoming weeks. Nice. Good, good, good. Yes, and we'll be talking uh, more with you at length. More songs brought in by our guest co-hosts and more conversations with these amazing men as well. So, Jeff, take us away. Will you? Away. How sweet I roamed from field to field And tasted all the summer's pride Till I the prince of love beheld Who in the sunny beams did glide He showed me lilies for my hair And blushing roses for my brow He led me through his gardens fair Where all his golden pleasures grow With sweet may do my wings were wet and Phoebus fired my vocal rage he caught me in 
golden cage He loves to sit and hear me sing Then laughing sports and plays with me Then stretches out my golden wing And mocks my loss of liberty Then stretches out my golden wing And mocks my loss of liberty. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Please. Gracias. De nada. No, really, please. Serious. No, sit down. That's enough. Spasiba. You're embarrassing yourselves. Seriously. It was just a song. But this is, I don't really love you like that. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it's amazing they said that stuff on that recording. <laughs> That's so weird that they kept it like that. It's honest. <laughs> How sweet I roamed by the thugs brought in by our own Jack Timpson. Uh Catherine Beeks here with joined by Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga. So uh, thank you so much for bringing in that song. It's a beautiful song. Oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Uh, what, uh, uh, how did you come across that song, Jack? Well, I heard an album of the Fugs when it first came out. I, I wouldn't know the year. And okay. they had that song called I Couldn't Get High. And tell me about the <laughs> Fugs. Where are they from? Well, I don't know. They NYC. were some... Yeah, New yeah? York City from okay. the coffee house scene, but okay. then they did this rock and roll coffee house super wacko uh, band that was fabulous, and then they did that song with the lyrics by William Blake. Yes, right. And it's a gorgeous song, and uh, so they did all kinds of stuff. And it I is a beautiful just song. Thought I'd pull that out. Thank you for bringing that. And uh, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, for those of you not familiar, Jack Timpson is a legendary hit songwriter whose two compositions, Peaceful, Easy Feeling, and Already Gone, are now synonymous with the Southern California sound. Timpson has five Eagle contributions total, including The Girl From Yesterday, It's Your World Now, and Somebody. Uh, he solely composed the Billboard Top 10 track, Slow Dancing, for chart topper, retro rocker, Johnny Rivers in 1977. In the 80s, Timpson co-wrote a dozen radio hits for Glenn Fry's solo career, including Part of You, Part of Me, which was the in-title theme song for the Oscar-winning film Thelma and Louise. Timpson also co-wrote Fry's Smuggler's Blues and You Belong to the City for the Miami Vice TV soundtrack. So, Jack Timpson, welcome. That's a lot of cool stuff you've done in your career, sir. And that sounds like and that's I'm probably cool. only like part of it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> sounds like I've been busy. That's just yeah. what I could uh, find on the internet about you. I mostly, mostly though, I was just like watching TV most of the time. <laughs> I but I squeezed. Well, that's research. I, I squeezed a few things in. Pop yeah. culture research. That's all it part is. of the research. That's yeah. right. So uh, thank you. What a beautiful, illustrious career you have had and are still enjoying, and um, for being such an amazing, sweet, down to earth man as well. Oh, thanks. We love you, Jack Timpson. 
I know this is like uh, your your morning time. You're sort of a late night guy. Yeah, so I'm waking up now. You are just waking up. Got your coffee. That's right. We are enjoying our uh, sponsor, Rock Canyon Vineyards. But um, I know that you also have um, a brand of wine out. Peaceful, easy feeling. Yeah, peaceful, easy feeling. Congratulations on that. That's super cool. uh, They make it up in Temecula, and they grow the grapes on the foot of Palomar Mountain. Sweet. I'm come. They're coming out with another peaceful, easy-feeling uh, white wine in next month. Nice. So that's been fun. Really cool. And I got to go play at the Whole Foods and Sprouts. Nice. Now, yeah. most people don't get to play at Sprouts. No, Sprout. you're right. Yeah. And that's I, not and a I would music sign, venue, per se. Wine what section were you in? <laughs> well, let's see. The first gig I did to sign wine bottles... You I were was, in the wine section. No, no. I was right in front of the bananas. Oh, I was going to say, or the yeah. nuts. Perfect. Dang no, it. yeah, that uh, would be fun. No, but in front of the bananas. Okay. And, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm the only guy ever to play in the in front of the bananas. Uh, you might be. In that store. Right. Know, people oh, have sure. all kinds of gigs. They play far off places. But Groundbreaker. So uh, did, did you uh, do the gene splicing on the grapes to get no, your own vintage? Or really had not much to do with it. I see. Uh, my wife did the artwork on the bottle, and then Which is we beautiful. Uh, yeah, Jack crushed each grape with his bare feet. Wow. Well, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, <laughs> I did do that, but that, I don't really. Uh, and then uh, you know they they like the a lot song. Of work. And they wanted to do the the wine, and they're passionate about growing those grapes awesome. and doing that. So uh, excellent. Temecula South Coast Winery. Beautiful. Thank yeah. you. All right. Nice job. So, uh, what's been happening in your world? Uh. Well, I'm having a very exciting time musically because I, uh, I just kept going until I got this old. And this month, uh, a lot of all my musical idols and people I played with in the past, they're all having sort of, they had sort of like reunions. Right. And, and one guy they're making a feature film about and all this stuff. So uh, I, I've played with bands that I was in 30 years ago. Oh, cool. And I'd come up to the guy, the bass player, and say, well, hey, man, what's been going on? He goes, well, let's see. I got married. <laughs> I had twin girls. They're 18 now. And that's what's been going on. Yeah. You know, so long. Catching but bam, up. you start to play, and it just came oh, right I back. I love that. And the Funky Kings band that I was in, uh, they're making a movie about Jules Shear. No way. Yeah. That's so cool. It's called Chasing Jewels. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so we just filmed something last week in L.A. Oh, nice. Him playing his hits with different people and stuff. So uh, What a blast. It's uh, Music can continue to be fun and just uh, keep awesome. getting more and more fun. I, uh, <laughs> you wouldn't think so, but from my point of view, I can say, yeah, it can do that. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's such great news. Mm-hmm. So one of the questions sent in by our listeners when I told folks you guys were going to be with us, um, someone from up in that area, actually Cliff Keller from the San Diego Songwriter Meetup Group, oh, yeah. wanted to know when you were going to be playing in Lucadia again. Uh, well, I just played two days ago. Oh. Uh, Lucadia had a little music festival, and I played in the Roadside Park okay. with my band Rocket Science. We played in Lucadia for 13 years at a place called the Calypso. Right. It burned down, then they rebuilt it, right. and now uh, it's permanently closed, but I just found out last week that the guy has reopened it in Mexico. Oh, wow. Yeah, I guess he got tired of the regulations, sure. and uh, I think he'll find a lot of different regulations in Mexico. <laughs> yeah. They'll have to figure out. But, so we may go down and play there. Okay. But, uh, Lucadia, and you don't sure. have a regular place in Lucadia, then? I'm not playing a regular gig right now. Okay. Yeah. But you're open to one, maybe, if you, is there a venue there yeah, that catches be. your I fancy? All right, maybe we'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know you put on about uh, 12 gigs a week. 
Well, so, it it sometimes feels like that, yeah. yeah. But uh, and and I certainly appreciate the times that you've come out and uh, and played our events, which has been uh, there's been some awesome. And just one other thing, the, the, the this homegrown thing. Yeah, you know, it's not a thing that every city has. This city has so many great musicians. Yes, that for different reasons are never going to reach the na- national and international scene, especially today when there's so much fragmentation. But this is as big as a lot of countries, this Southern California. Yes. It's as big as a lot of countries. And it's got its its own total scene. And I think if it wasn't for you guys, you guys are radically changing the lives of many, many musicians and their fans and people who want to enjoy music. And it never would happen without you. Oh, well, I mean, so Jim and Catherine. Oh, thank you. An honor and a privilege to carry that torch for sure. And, uh, and I agree. There's a lot of uh, music scenes in San Diego um, that are just so dissident and, you know, I, I have sort of my little Americana group that I deal with a lot. And then, but there's just so many other amazing, awesome soul scene happening right now, a soul collective that Stevie Harris and all those folks are uh, caught up in and doing and just some really cool things happening in San Diego and you everybody. You can find everything from Tejano music to electronic yeah. music here. Seriously. Salsa. And, little, and they all have their little community uh, that they're yeah. supporting and each club other. club or whatever, yeah. Exactly. It's very cool. We love it. But yeah, the Homegrown Hour is definitely um, an amazing uh, thing and thank you once again. All right, we are going to. Uh, we are all so cool. I know it's just man, just so sweet. <laughs> uh, we are going to actually. Um, we're going to play live right now. Do you mind playing a song for us, oh, Jack? Okay, okay. Would that be cool? Yeah. And I know that you had said you would play if Jeff Berkeley played along with you. Yeah, yeah. I will. So how do well, you do this that? Will be something. How, how are you do that from London? Uh, it's, this is really <laughs> it's, technical. Now, it's this all is the technology. With ESP. <laughs> they play it over here in the studio and I play the main part along with it because there's a delay you know so that's how we Europe. do it I'm well, just, yeah. just give you the technical <laughs> inside come over on the boat and what everything yeah. what key would, would this song be since you've never heard the song I'm, I'm going to say C you're going to say C yeah C C <laughs> okay. okay I'll start now alright ain't nobody like you there ain't nobody like you Oh, I looked around for many a year And no one else would ever do Oh, there ain't nobody I see Could ever be right for me Oh, I looked around for many a year There ain't nobody like you Who knows what makes the magic of a lover's kiss So many beautiful women But you're the only one I'll ever miss Play it now Thank you. 
Let's dance together Tonight is forever And I know that is true Ain't nobody like you, no, there ain't nobody like you. Nice. Jack Timpson. What a beautiful song. What's that called? Ain't nobody like you. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Jack, Thank gorgeous. Thank you, Jeff Berkeley. That sounded beautiful, what you were doing in there. I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just jumping around trying to just put out 20 fires at once and play guitar. While you're, <laughs> while you're really noodling? exciting. It's good. While you're 5,000 miles away. It's totally bizarre. I don't even, my phone is just really powerful. <laughs> and you play flute uh, at the end. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know you did the jazz flute. Yeah. Are you, uh, is that available somewhere to purchase? Is that on Not an album yet? yet? It's uh, a brand new, pretty new? Yeah, it's new. Okay, I love it. Thank you. Good stuff. All right, well, uh, we're going to take a short break. We're going to come back with more live local music. Well, no more live local music. More local music. And thank you, Jack. That's so good. I, I get goosebumps when I hear him play, don't you? He's good. good. Stuff. He's good. Uh, he's really good. He, he's going to make something of himself gonna, one someday day. Someday he's going to be uh, something. Yeah. And we were there. And yeah. we were there. All right, we're going to be right back with more music. Don't go away. Hey, friends, you're listening to our special end of year remix here on the Listen Local Show. We appreciate you tuning in. We remind you to send in your songs for inclusion on the show in the new year. And if you want to host your own radio show, just give me a shout. I'll give you all the details about how you can share the music you're passionate about with the world. The Listen Local Show is sponsored by Lloyd Pest Control, and we're always looking for support. So if your business, organization, or group is interested in reaching members of the local music community here in San Diego and local music lovers worldwide, just give me a shout at Catherine at listenlocalsd.com, and I'll fill you in. Okay, back to the show. Back to the show, kids. Catherine Beeks here with you, joined by Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga. Jim, Jack, George, the best new local rock band in town. You guys should start a band. Got drums. Those are my favorite Beatles, Jim, Jack, and George. Do you pay, does any of a little bass maybe once? I played bass in Land Piranha. Land Piranha? Oh, yeah. didn't. Played at the Spirit Club. <laughs> yes, we played at the Spirit. We, uh, we, Whoa, man. we opened oh, for the gosh. Penetrators about wow. seven Whoa. times. Yeah. Whoa. They wow. could get us cheap. And we were terrible. Sweet. And Jerry Herrera booked you. Yeah, actually, well, we weren't terrible. Actually, we were pretty good, but, you know. Sure. No credibility. Right. Yeah. So, folks, uh, I told you we're joined by all these amazing men. And uh, George Varga, for those of you who don't know, he's a pop music critic for the UT. He began drumming in rock bands at 12 and writing professionally about music at 15. From Louisiana, he grew up mostly in Germany, and he's earned three Pulitzer Prize nominations for his writing at the UT, and he's a, a voting member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if you want to kiss up to him. In addition to providing live, live coverage for the Grammy Awards and festivals from Coachella to the 1994 edition of Woodstock, he's interviewed everyone from Ray Charles, Miles Davis, Britney Spears, Willie Nelson, Kanye West, Bruno Mars. A double first prize winner at the 2012 Society of Professional Journalist Awards, Varga is also a contributing writer for the Jazz Times magazine. He 
He's written for Billboard, Spin, and other publications. After attending San Diego City College and San Diego State University, he created and taught at the 2002 UC San Diego Extension course, Jazz in a Post-Ken Burns World. Varga lives (laughs) with his wife in North Park. And he's here with us live. Ladies and gentlemen, George Varga. Thank you for having me. <laughs> thank you so much for wow. being here. You are so awesome, sir. Well, I, I wouldn't agree, but thank you for that, too. It's so fun to interview you. And, uh, you know, after uh, just hearing your interviews, and it's fun slash horrifying and scary. I decided not even to worry about it and just to be my normal self. I've interviewed you before. and I've and before. Yeah, and you're just, you put everybody at ease. You're just such an awesome down-to-earth man. Well, and, thank you. And I... I'd like to uh, tell people how honored I am to be here with the great Jack Tension, who I heard in 1976, right after I moved here at the back door with his band, The Funky Kings. I had that album on vinyl at home and on CD. Nice. And uh, right after I moved here, I, I, I heard a Homegrown Hour album. And I think you had a band, Jim, called Punk, who played in the San Diego Zoo. The, I didn't have the band, but there was a band. Yeah, well, I didn't mean you were in there it. There was but a they band on, on the Homegrown Homegrown album. Yeah, called yeah. Punk. Yeah, they and played I mean, at the zoo. Or the, no, they they. The song was a song was oh, about the zoo. Okay. I, I, it's all kind of you know foggy. Yeah. But my point is that two of my earliest musical memories after moving sure. here are the two people I'm looking at. Right. And then you know I, I really That's got so into Homegrown, and and then you've taken that torch and run with it, Catherine. So I'm really thrilled to be cool. here. Well, thank you for being here. And uh, you know we joke about you know losing memory and everything being foggy. Yeah. But George Varga, you remember things crystal clear. Every time a, a, a song is brought up, you you know you remember exactly where it was. Oh, I you ha- have all the stats. You're like one of those sports people that know everything about every ball player. Or but, I could be making it up. <laughs> That's true. I never sure. even checked He's your facts. On the rest of us Where's our ombudsman when I need them? <laughs> That's right. You need an ombudsman. Well, I have a feeling that, have uh, that. you're pretty accurate. Yeah, they do. An ombudsman app. It's called Google. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it never ceases to amaze me, though, how you always remember those uh, those things crystal clear. So oh, I have a, an arbitrary photographic memory. Yeah, nice. So what are you doing <laughs> lately? Um, uh, what I do all the time. I yeah. write a lot. I love writing. And I'm really lucky in that I love music and I get to write about it and hear it and think about it. And uh, we have at the UT a thing called Live from the Fourth Floor Mm -hmm. where we bring in primarily local people um, and they perform. We had Peter Boland uh, a week ago. And before that, we had The Burning of Rome. We had Dave Mustaine from Megadeth right before he played at the San Diego Symphony. Steve Poltz, um, Randy Driscoll, yeah. uh, Lisa Sanders, a lot of different people. Yeah. So uh, they come in and we film them performing an unplugged number and do a quick interview. And then I write an article that we wrap around that and we kind of have a multimedia thing going sure. on. Sure. And you can, uh, is it on YouTube? Can you see those or um, somewhere that? You can, but I think, you, I don't mean to be plugging uttsandiego.com. Sure, no. But absolutely. it would be easier to go <laughs> there and click on music. And you could find it a lot right quicker. There. Awesome. Not all of them are on YouTube, and that, that's why I would right. find you there. Okay, gotcha. And, um, and that is, is that a like weekly th- No, more like uh, every other week. Okay. Give or take. Nice. Fantastic. And so you brought us a song as well this week. Thank you, by the way, well, all of you. you for bringing up, doing your homework and bringing a song. And uh, so uh, you actually brought a song by a band that I am very passionate about. I love me some Nickel Creek. Um, so why? what is this song and why did you bring it? Well, the song is off their uh, reunion album, A Dotted Line, okay. uh, called Destination. If anybody was lucky enough to go hear them at the Bubble Theater, um, was that April or May, mm. um, they played it. And uh, I mean, I've 
been a big fan of Nickel Creek for a long time. I think we probably all have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a lot of times bands will get back together after a long hiatus. And, you know, they're kind of trying but not getting there. And Nickel Creek not only got there, they went beyond where they had been. And uh, that that vocal blend that they have, I, I can't find that anywhere else. And then the fact that they all play incredibly well. Yeah. Um, they're a great group. It's good stuff. Well, let's play the song. We'll talk more about it in a second. This one uh, is called Destination. Jeff Berkeley, can you put it on the record player and put the needle in the right groove? I'm rubbing vinegar on the vinyl right now. I don't know what that means. It means that it's how you can clean vinyl. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was pickling in the music. I thought there was I'm ants in it. the studio or something. <laughs> or getting pickled. Yeah, mm. never. <laughs> or making a salad. I don't know. You don't owe me one more minute of your wasted time. You act like it's all fine. But all the years I gave you, thinking you knew that you wanted me. I wanted to believe. I've got to make a destination.
I'm Catherine Beeks, along with my guests, Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga. George, you brought us that uh, beautiful song by Nickel Creek, Destination. We appreciate that. Good to hear that. Do you get out to see many concerts? As often as possible. Yeah, nice. What's your favorite venue in San Diego? It would depend on the type of music. Okay. Um, you mentioned Les Stotts a moment ago. And yeah. For singer-songwriters. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, Humphreys, depending on who, um, I would like a lot. Uh, the Caswell. I mean, really, f- depending on the kind of music, uh, you have an ideal venue and not yeah. ideal venue. Nice. Good, good. Okay, well, how about you? What's your favorite venue in San Diego? Jim McGinnis. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know I would be asked I know. Uh, I just thought. I, thought I, I just thought that's a kind of a good question. My I'm God, well, curious. I love Humphreys. Uh, I, you know, almost anything at Humphreys. There. Yeah, I love being outside. Have you ever by watched a show from the boat? A I boat? have done that. Yes, it's, I've always wanted to. It, you can't really see the show. Uh, yeah, from the boats I've been on, you can it's, hear it. Yeah, you, yeah. Certainly, the beer's a lot cheaper. Yeah, know? but uh, I do love uh, Humphreys, and um, I love the Belly Up. Uh, although I live in Kensington, so you know it's kind of a. A drive sure. when you're old, you know, to go all the way up there and see <laughs> shows. Oh, That's in the north. That's, That's in the north. For yeah, sometimes sake. you have to stand up too. Yeah, yeah you do. <laughs> Jack, <laughs> Jack Timpson, where is your favorite place to see a show in San Diego? Well, I like to. Uh, I like the Belly Up, but yeah. mostly to play there. Right, and uh, right. it's uh, the. Um, Village Theater in Carlsbad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've played there a few times, and I've also seen... They do plays, but they do shows. Nice. Have, uh, Nathan James or so, people playing yeah. there. It's a great place to see. It's awesome. a New Village Arts Theater? Is that New the Village Arts. Right, yeah. yeah. Didn't cool. you do your wine opening gig there? I think I did. Yeah, that's Very right. Very cool. Well, I'll have to check that place out. So that's a good place. All right, well, I remind all of our local musicians, if they have music they want to submit for the show, they can find all the information at listenlocalsd.com, can send MP3s, etc., and uh, come play a show. Check the calendar out. We've got some venues, and we're at uh, House of Blues every Tuesday. That was the end of our first week with the boys. Now it's July 13th, 2014. Thanks for listening to the Listen Local Show's end-of-year remix with Jim, Jack, and George. I'm your host, Catherine Beeks, along with my producer, Jeff Berkeley, And I'm joined this week again by San Diego legends, Jim McInnes, Jack Tempshin, and George Varga. Welcome, gentlemen. Hello. Thank you. Thank you. We're all Hello. wearing different clothing. And we also have uh, Lexi back with us. Hey, Lexi. Thank you once again. Say I know something. She's off in the corner, shaking her head, going... I didn't want to be talked to or about, but you're so pretty and we're glad you're here with us taking notes because there's some cool things that happen when you get these three gentlemen in a room as we found out last week. But I digress. Remember Jack Timpson? You played the game before. You actually suggested a title once that many songwriters have uh, now have that song on their albums. Josh D'Amigo for one, Jeff Berkeley. Berkeley Hart. Berkeley Hart. Hey, I own half Walking of with your shoes untied was your title. <laughs> That's right. So leave it oh, on. Oh, shoot. I forgot to register your name. <laughs> yeah. In for a word, in for a third. <laughs> if you're not hip to the show, here at the Homegrown Hour, we play local music. And uh, we say it's San Diego's longest running local music show. So fun to have the man that actually started it in studio when I say those words. So, <laughs> what you. was it, 1970? Well, the Homegrown show, as. A radio show began in 1983. Okay. The Homegrown Albums began in 1972. Right. Two or three? 72 is a good year. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's what actually I can remember. somewhere online that ha- they have the, everything uh, up there, and uh, I think that was 72 was the first one. 72 or three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wasn't working at the station when the first Homegrown record came out, which is why. 
I don't have that blazed in my right. memory banks. Right. Well, 72 sounds right. We still refer to you as the godfather of the Homegrown Hour, so thank you. Well, of the radio show, you are correct, Catherine. And uh, George Varga, also thank you once again for being with us. No, my pleasure. Thank Sandy you. UT critic, music critic, but never a critical word. I only, I only hear positive good things from you. Um, right? No. I, I, <laughs> you're, you're really, you're not a good critic if you like everything or if you hate everything. That's right, yes. But... If you do what I call home on the range, where never is heard a discouraging word, right? There's no barometer. I mean, if you if you don't have the valley and you don't have the peak, that's right. um, And you're not willing to commit to liking <laughs> need, or not liking, you need then, something to uh, compare and to yes, yeah. exactly. Well, but I mean, you, you don't rip for the sake of ripping. You, right. you try and you try to be constructive. You do good work, George Varga. Well,
George Terry Reed, tell us about that song. Why did you bring that to us besides well, rocking for, us to the bone? Well, for the record, Jack Tension, I'd like to confirm that you have never been a member of Led Zeppelin. True. <laughs> However, mm. uh, Terry Reed, who famously turned down the opportunity when Jimmy Page contacted him to be the lead singer in the New Yardbirds, recommended his friend Robert Plant. Okay. Terry Reed then later moved to California, where he made that album produced by Graham Nash, who was doing the vocal harmonies. Okay. And if we fast oh. forward to L.A. when Jack Tension was living there, Every Monday night, was it? Mm-hmm. For um, two years, yeah. Jack and Terry had a band together. Or mm-hmm. Why don't you tell people about that? Yeah, I had an event called Big Monday, and I had a super band with uh, uh, Neil Young's bass player, Tom Petty's drummer, and then I had um, two singers, uh, Bernard Fowler, who sings with the Rolling Stones, wow. and Terry Reed. Nice. And Terry Reed is undescribable. Yeah. He's such a fabulous singer. <clears throat> a lot of times he might he might not need the words. The words <laughs> just kind of disappear. And but it doesn't matter cuz wow. he's still singing so good. And every Monday we had a Big a sh- Monday. I love that. We name. called it Big Monday yeah. and uh, we had a show and we had guests uh come every week. Wow. Uh where in LA did you do that? It was at a place called The Joint. It's, I remember that place. It's gone now. It was on Pico and Robertson. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we had uh, George Thurgood come, Johnny Rivers, Roger Daltrey. All these different people were guests. And Terry Reed showed up in a different color pastel suit <laughs> every week for two years. Wow. And he was always just dressed, like, immaculately. And then when he and Bernard Fowler were both on stage... They were like two rock stars saying, that guy's not going to outsing me. Yeah. And man, it was just <laughs> incredible. So Terry Reed is wow. just an undescribable force of nature yeah. mu- music guy. So. I could tell by that song. Cool. Beautiful. Thank you, George. Yeah, and I, I regrettably never got up to the Mint to hear you play. Did, did you record any of that? Or? I did. I've got all the shows recorded and kind of in a vault, you know, and... Uh, well, if I can bribe you to ever get into that book, oh, yeah, I'd love absolutely. to hear it. Yeah, nice. Let's put that stuff out. Absolutely. Also, Terry Reed was the opening act for the Rolling Stones on the Rolling Stones' first tour of the United wow. States. Wow. He was solo opening act. And the only time I ever heard him was at the Del Mar Fair, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. What During the that? fair or at the During grounds? the fair wow. on a quadruple bill with a lot of <laughs> Bay Area psychedelic era bands yeah. that he clearly had no part in but yeah, really <laughs> like quicksilver messenger service or something I think, like that i think it was it's a beautiful day and big brother minus oh, sure. a key member who kind of died a long time ago oh, and somebody's crazy. starship uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like everybody everybody in a starship had their own airship star <laughs> yeah, yeah, star yeah, plane yeah. Hindenburg. <laughs> <laughs> one of them guys flying balloon yeah. oh awesome all right oh, you guys uh, Jim McGinnis Jack Tempshin George Varga here with us going to take a short break coming back with more local music and uh, more chatting so stay with us thanks again for tuning in to the Listen Local show this and every week new shows air on or before noon every Sunday want to be a guest have your music on the show got a message to share with San Diego give us a shout and we'll make it happen contact me at Catherine at listenlocalsd.com Huge love to Lloyd Pest Control, who's made my life in radio possible, allowing me to share San Diego's music with the world. Please give them a shout when you need a pest company and show them your support of their support on social media and review sites. 
Thanks again, everyone. We now return you to the special end-of-year remix with Jim, Jack, and George. Back here hour with Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, George Varga. So that's your neighborhood kind of, Tower Encinitas. Do you play over at the Tower uh, where they're playing, the Tower 13? I don't know what the Tower 13 is. No? But the other place I... uh, Wine Steels. Yeah, I, I, I... Nice. Have you been there? Yeah. Cool. I never get out to North County much. Mm. I'm an East County gal. So I I miss all the uh, those venues, but I hear lots of nice things about all those places up there. Oh yeah. Cool. It's a beautiful area. It is indeed. Jeff Berkeley? Yeah. I know you're in jolly old England. Yes. But uh, uh, I just wanted you to... It's foggy outside on the cobblestone street, (laughs) and a guy in a cloak just went by. Mickey Most. It might have been... uh, Sherlock Holmes. It was... I think it was Jack the Ripper. Oh, boy. It was Jack from Jack and the Ripper. Watch out. Jack from Jack in the Box. (laughs) Thank you. I was trying to be topical. San Diego music, Jack and the Rippers, and nobody jumped in. No. No. Jack in the Box is local. You're right. That's true. Thank you. Well, we appreciate you. uh, Uh, I miss Jack in the Box over here in jolly old England. They don't have it here. We appreciate you uh, producing the show from all the way over there with all the other stuff you must be up to, all the shenanigans. And the eight-hour time difference. Right. Sure. Well, and plus I've been hanging out with the Parliament and the Queen a little, trying to wrap some politics up like you little. always do when you go over there Thank sure they, please represent i am I got there. it together yeah. all right well uh we are uh chatting with the boys but we're also playing some local music let's get back to it for a minute i saw you last night at the party
the song Party by Nan Caro. And Jim McGinnis, thank you so much for bringing in that song by Nan Caro. Oh, yeah. Uh, One of my new favorite bands. That kid is such a rock star. I I hear you, too. He's got charisma to burn. My gosh. Graham Nan Caro. And uh, that was the song song called Party. Yeah. Which is uh, pretty much uh, what this whole record is is about, you know. Uh, They are a great band. The other songs are like fun I'm gone, <laughs> smoky tavern, you know. Wait, it's, like, uh, is that like California country, outlaw country? Uh, well, what, my what wife th- wrote a review of this recording, and, okay. and she was looking for a, a way to describe it, and I said, uh, good old school roadhouse country and western, you know, classic yeah. country and western, like like they would have made in the 50s, right. you know, or, or 60s. Yeah. Your, the roadhouse part. Yeah, the, your ro- it's yeah. gritty, it's good. And, and, it's... and these guys are great. And, and Graham Nancaro is just, well, I know you, all, all the ladies love, love he's him. He's kind of sexy, that yeah, kid. He is. He's, yeah. he's just a great performer and a Fantastic great Fantastic front man. I mean, just yeah. can't keep your eyes off him. And the Does whole he possess band some, is... of the super, some of the characteristics that the superficial female might find attractive? Yes. I believe that would be indeed. the way you would put it, Jeffrey. Sure. Yes. You guys were friends with, with Lauren. Uh, my wife was a longtime friend of Lauren Nancaro, yeah. Graham's late father. Yes. Um, Lauren passed away at the end of last year after a, a long struggle with cancer. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Um, you also went through uh, some health issues. Well, uh, battling... yeah. Yeah. Well, Lauren had a brain tumor, which unfortunately was malignant. I had a brain tumor, uh, tumor before his, um, which, thank God, was benign. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, it's quite a, an experience to go through. I, I wouldn't wish it on anyone, benign or, or malignant. That was back you know? in 2012. That yeah, you 2012. Went that. I was diagnosed in in March mm-hmm. of 2012, and for the last well, since then I've been carrying this 10 inch scar across my my forehead. It looks but. good on you, Jim. Thank you. Do you have totally. troubles going through? I don't have tattoos, but I have scars. Do you have trouble going through airport uh, security? No, there's no metal in there. No. <laughs> the only metal that was there was the 43 staples holding my head together. Sure. For I saw those pictures you posted. Yeah, I'm not shy about. No, it. he doesn't. Was... He doesn't have any more trouble going through airport security than he used to. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, because it's all of the metal in my issue. body is titanium, which yeah. doesn't uh, set off the. Uh, <laughs> well, we're so glad you're up and rocking. And well, thank you. And speaking of that rocking, you're gonna you and the shenanigans are gonna be out to play the shenanigans. Yes, I know you have a, a gig coming up uh, at in Spring Valley. My September sixth at the uh, the Spring Valley Moose Lodge. It's gonna be a good time. Now, is that a free show? I don't know yet. Oh, I, I don't know. I think know. those I've, usually are. Primarily. Well, I, I couldn't tell you because the other guys in my band who have joined the Moose Lodge. Are putting it all together, and this is the first gig well, that members, I will have then. played where I haven't had to set the thing up. Nice, that's you know? nice. Um, so I have no idea. I'm just the guy who plays guitar. Fantastic. Well, we were going to make sure and come out and check that gig out. Well, cool. Even if it's ten bucks. Uh, hey, yeah. the drinks are cheap. Though. No, that's true. Usually at those lodges, yeah, you know they they, they usually pour them pretty deep. They yeah, they know how to have a good time. They, they do. do. They usually do there. The songwriting event, the game, celebrates its ten year anniversary on January seventeenth at Queen Bee's. Ten years of inspiring songwriters with titles given a month prior. Then we all gather to play the songs for each other. This event borrowed from Jeff Berkeley, right, Jeff? The game. Yeah, I I merely only it? told you about it. I, it was when I was on the road with um, Steve Poltz and Gregory Page, and we were doing a song a day. We'd take turns coming up with a title each day, and we'd sure. write that song by the. And we no there was a point where Steve was chasing me around the airport to try and see what I had written about. 
written in the song. Cause For those three guys writing a song a day, what, what that was was having the discipline to slow down <laughs> and, yeah, and not so write true. five songs a day. No, you know, well, those other guys, for sure, Poltz yeah, can write a crazy. song at the drop of a hat. Yeah, he, yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Well, but. speaking of songwriters, we have one of the most famous ones in, for sure, San Diego. But uh, Jack Timpson, what, what is your songwriting genius? Do you well, just, does it come to you? indiscriminately or do you what's your form try not to think about it i mean a, a few questions would be what is a song why do we like songs so much and why is a is a puppy cute <laughs> because it's the same question those are all very it's all really the same yeah, question right. and there's no good answer uh so but you just write a song people like it they like to write songs they like to play them they like to hear them and that's why it you know, if there's a billion dollar industry behind it, like in the golden age there yeah. was, or or if there's no money, it doesn't matter. Everybody wants it real bad. And it's not food or shelter or clothing or, you know, warmth. Or it's just something You're not that die you, without it. you theoretically don't need, right. but everyone will go to extreme lengths to have some music around. That's so true. And so, I don't know, you know, I just fell in love with the writing part of it because... I wanted to be a musician, but I wasn't very good at playing anybody else's stuff. Okay. And I couldn't remember it either. Yeah. So finally, uh, a guy showed me how to make stuff up on the spot. And then from that... Who um, was that guy? A guy named Joe Faulkner. Okay. That I Just a guy I knew. He never went on in music because... Because he was making it all up on the spot. <laughs> exactly. And, and one, one day I said, Joe, we are making up this incredible stuff. You know, why don't we write it down? And he goes, nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah would Couldn't see it. any value in that. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, but he, he taught me that. And then eventually I started uh, making up songs and just got hooked on it. How old were you when you wrote your first song? Do you remember? I was maybe 19. I didn't take up the guitar till I was 18. Okay. And I was told... Uh, you know, I could. <laughs> uh, I was told that I couldn't sing before I even try- thought about being a singer. They took a group of us from high school to a singing class over at San Diego State, and the guy went through each person and said, "Do this, la la la," you know. <laughs> and then he'd go, "Well, this girl can she's she can be trained to sing, and this guy could." Then he got to me and he goes, "Okay, now this is an example of a guy that could never sing, oh. no matter how much training you gave wow. this guy." And of course. I didn't care because I had no intention of being in music at that point. Right. But uh, I'm just relaying that story, so you know, don't pay any don't attention. Don't ever be discouraged yeah. by. Yeah, yeah. And you enrolled at San Diego State regardless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I ended up there. Was and good. didn't you run the back door for a while? I did. I did. Oh, you actually ran the club for a while. I did. I wow. ran the club. In fact, I uh, kind of built the club. It, it, I got carpet to cover the oh, basement wow. floor, which was about two acres. We built a huge sound booth, and I started booking it and everything. Oh, like that. And you cool. and Tom Waits famously we debuted did. a number there called Tijuana, right? Yes. No way. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, and at that point, I thought, well, you know, it's all booking a club, having a club. It's all part of the big tree of music, you know. Uh, but then later, I, and then I bought another club in North County, the Stingaree. Oh. oh. And that was really a, a happening bar for two years. Sure. They, uh, the Coast Beer Distributors said we were selling more beer out of this tiny place than any other place in San Diego <laughs> County. Uh, but then I realized that, no, you're on the music tree, but you're going over on this branch, and once you got on that branch, you're, you're not going to get back no. to the branch, the, the place that you want. So I withdrew from a lot of that and just <laughs> started being a player. 
That's where all the fun is. Right. Sure. Yeah. That's where you get the chicks. What was the name of your first song you wrote? Round This Merry-Go-Round. Uh, and it wasn't very good, and I played it for my dad. And then he said, uh, well, uh, well, Jack, I think a song should have a part that repeats, <laughs> a, a, like a chorus part. It was like stream of consciousness That repeats, kind of thing. and I go, oh, that's right, I forgot. <laughs> sure. I forgot that. Oh my God. But that was good advice. <laughs> yeah, that was that great was advice. Sure, advice. man. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so. Fantastic. All right, well, we asked you to bring uh, a song, each of you today, and you brought one, by the Clancy Brothers. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this song you brought and why. Well, I remember in the folk era, the Clancy Brothers records went around, and then I kind of got fixated on this song, The Parting Glass, and it has a melody that Bob Dylan used for one of his songs, but it's an older song. And they kind of closed the night with it in the pubs. Okay. And then I found a bunch of versions of it because I was so interested in it. And I thought this was the best version. And uh, they're closing out the night. And they make some joke because it's an Irish pub. And they make, they say something about England or England and, and English. And everybody just reacts very strongly. And then he starts the... I love it. Jeff Berkeley, can we hear it? Sure. Even though I'm in England, cue it up from England. I know. Yeah, the Irish. They, in England, they refer to Ireland as a as an island off the coast of England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the Parting Glass by the Clancy Brothers, right here on the Homegrown Hour. I spend it in good company And all the harm that e'er I've done Alas, it was to none but me And all I've done for want of wit To memory now I can't recall so filled me the parting glass. Good night and joy be with you. Oh, all the comrades that e'er I had are sorry for my going and all the sweethearts that e'er I had Would wish me one more day to stay But since it falls unto my lot That I should rise and you should I'll gently rise And I'll softly call Good night And joy be with you God bless Clancy Brothers 
The Parting Glass, that song brought to us by our own Jack Timpson in studio with us. Thank you, Jack. That's a beautiful song. Thank you for bringing that. Thanks, yeah. Uh, thank you for that songwriting advice, too, because I know, um, you know, you gave some advice last week. You said it's getting more fun to perform. You're having more fun than you did before or something about that. It's just you're still enjoying it. And you seem surprised by that. And <laughs> yeah, I just uh, there's a lot uh, there's a lot in it. It turns out, you know, yeah. you just keep doing it I and it, it just keeps giving you more and more back. So exactly. Um, having a lot of fun. Love that. And if that's not advice, I don't know what is. So uh, we have reached the end of the show. I will quickly ask each of you gentlemen if you have anything final to say on this Sunday night. I do indeed. Good. Give it to us, George. You're no, usually that, that so was quiet. Oh, that that's was it. it. <laughs> and I just want to say, good night, everybody. Oh, that's it? I was hoping for these uh, monologues or something. I'm just waking up. Let's do this again next month. You know, this is cool. Well, we'll do it again next week. It gives me something to do. Oh, we still got another week. Great. We've got oh, two we got more weeks. A couple more. I have you boys for the entire month of July. Oh, wow. And I've got lots more questions. People have sent questions in, and uh, we'll be getting to those in the following weeks. Two, two more weeks? Two more weeks. I'll need to get a bigger wardrobe. You will. <laughs> oh, yeah, really. That's the beauty of radio. You can always wear the same thing. I have a laundry thing. room here. You guys are welcome to use. Oh, good. Right. Yeah, good. And uh, uh, Jeff, I think that Jack Timpson's going to be on the couch for the other two weeks, too. Is that correct, sir? Gonna be hanging out here at Berkeley Sound. I will. Yes, oh. that's cool. I'm I'm here in England. I have a laundry room. There's also one at my house. I forgot. That's uh, right. You are in jolly old England. Tally ho. Well, we're taking good care of your studio here. That means I'm counting the prostitutes. You're listening to the Listen Local Show's end of year remix with Jim, Jack, and George. Thanks for tuning in. We now return you to the show, which was originally recorded on Sunday, July twentieth, at Berkeley Sound. Enjoy. Once again, we have Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga. As I called you, my July guys. Thank you for being with us the month of July. Boys, how are you? Welcome. We're still here. I know. Yeah. Feels like we haven't left. That's right. Jeff coming to us all the way from jolly old England where he is performing over there with Berkeley, Hart, Sellis, and Twang. That's right. How's it going over there? How are they accepting you Americans and your culture? They've given given me my own castle. Wow. It's called the Tower. Have you been knighted? The Tower of London. (laughs) (laughs) And um, they, I have not been knighted, although they did hit me with a sword. (laughs) Yeah. They did a lot of that. They do that to all the Americans. That's knighting right there. I got stuck in the eye. That was tough. I was there. Oh. Um, in London, I'm Well, sure, thank you for letting us take over your studio. Sure. Uh, how's my house? It's good. We've good. got different posters, though. A lot of the, d- there's all of your Star Wars stuff. Yeah. Uh, and bobbleheads. Wait, uh, what? Th- we had a yard sale. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold went, on. They went quick too. And wait. Uh, those old amps. That you know, we've got some new amps. No, wait. All yeah. the old. Stuff. I don't like. I, <laughs> you wait, didn't need you that drum under, set, did you? Wait a minute. Yeah. I don't. Anyway, oh. yeah, we're taking good care of it, don't worry. <laughs> got you some new guitars, too, instead of those old ones. Yeah, oh, old, old no. crankies, whatever. Got, got my old ones repainted. balance what you see, you won't forget. You're close to some magic, a sunset in reverse. Wink, sunny swaggers. Better never worse He's a deep dish sonic Sages, vicious, delicious Fire thunder Keep her a rhyme He's a deep dish sonic Sages, vicious, delicious Triple split wonder Change of time 
jealous and gleeful He welcomes you inside A place you've yet to enter It's the turning of your tide He hopes you'll be open To see your melodies Fluttering like butterflies And flowing through the breezes A deep dish, sonic sage Auspicious, delicious called Deep Dish Sonic Sage by The Assumptions, yep. as brought to us by Jim McGinnis. Yep. Who is the singer of The Assumptions? What a voice. Yeah, her name is Lane Sterling. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I She's an old girlfriend of mine. Really? I don't mean she's old, but she's a former girlfriend <laughs> of mine. And I never knew she could sing when, when we were dating. We were just crazy kids, you know. Uh-huh. Um, and then just about, I don't know, five or six years ago, she did this album, put it out under the name of The Assumptions, with uh, produced by Mike Keneally and, oh, and uh, yeah. Mike, we all know who Mike Keneally is. Plays guitar on the record, right? And um, it's just full of really great arrangements of great tunes and, and her fantastic voice. Oh my gosh, I, I was yeah. just blown away when I heard it. And uh, you know, we hadn't been in in touch for many years, and I heard that record, and I immediately wrote a review about it for the Troubadour, and I got on the the horn, and we talked and reconnected. And, nice. Uh, so is I'm she? Just, are they from San Diego? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she lives uh, down Golden Hill or Beautiful. somewhere. Beautiful. Check them out. The Assumptions. Yeah, The Assumptions. That's the only record that she ever did. And it's um, Lane was married to a musician, and she's dated famous musicians and whatever. And she's always been around music sure. and stuff. And it would just totally surprise me to learn that she's that she it. had that talent. I love you know? it. Well, oh, it's a great, it great record. Yeah. So speaking of talent, uh, yes, you write for the San Diego Troubadour. Which I, we love. I did for seven years or so. They no they still they still publish my stuff on their website. Yeah. That I already wrote. Okay. But uh, I, you know, uh, unlike George, I'm not one of these guys who can just write. You know, 
and I, I started, excuse me, <clears throat> I started having problems, uh, like writer's block, you know. Sure. What am I going to write about? And I started, the first few years I was writing, I was dishing up all the crazy things I'd done, you know, in my life. Yeah. And, in radio and music and stuff. But then I just said, well, what haven't I exposed yet, you know? And I said, well, nothing I care to share with anyone, you know. It's just a little too private. Yeah. So I just said, I can't, I can't do it anymore. So I'm on hiatus from that, you know. So um, what, do you have any certain San Diego bands that kind of turn you on currently? Um, do you get to go out and see much music? I, I know don't. You're so busy. No, I don't. I I just play with the, the you know shenanigans. The shenanigans. The two guys I played who with are for those fifteen. Guys? Uh, Jack Penny is the drummer. Who uh, San Diego musicians, longtime musicians know Jack Penny, who uh, probably became uh, most famous here in the Glory Band. Jack remembers the Glory Band. Yeah. Jack was also in uh, the original incarnation of Iron Butterfly before they went to L.A. and got heavy. And he played in Jerry Rainey and the Shames in the 70s and 80s and played in the Jacks with Buddy Blue. Nice. Uh, they did an album on Rounder Records. And uh, and uh, the bass player is John Gunderson, who's been around for a long time. Since the 60s, he had a band called The Spectacles here in San Diego. And, and then he played with Claude Coma and the IVs in the uh, 1980s. Great album they put out, by the way, nice. called Art From Sin. You should look that up somewhere. Okay. And um, then he played uh, with Modern Rhythm uh, for a long, long time, from about 82 to 2006 or something. And I was in that band for a long time, for seven years or so, from 99 to 2006. So this new project, are you guys going to put out an album and do that Oh, gosh, that's way too early to tell. We're just bashing a set together. This is the first time that uh, I've ever played in a trio, you know, where I'm the only guitar player. So it's stripped down, and it's, but we're good, you know. And you're playing Spring Valley. We're gonna play the Spring Valley Moose Lodge, <laughs> September sixth, with another band, <laughs> the name of which I I can't remember because I'm not the guy setting this all up. But yeah, the other two guys, Jack and John, who have become Moose, you know, <laughs> over the past few weeks, are uh, doing the logistics and all this. So yeah. we'll have a, a big announcement and I'm sure a big Facebook page. And I heard it was you know. sold out. I yeah, know. I I, they're already the other scalping <laughs> tickets and everything. Yeah. See, you guys are way ahead of me. So. All I know is I've got to find an amplifier somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we need a PA. Jeff so Berkeley has some old ones. Oh, yeah. Ones. I was just thinking of that. There's a bunch of old ones in old here. One, yeah. I've been using a borrowed one for years. Dryer Audio. We love you. All right. Well, thank you uh, for bringing in that song. Oh, my pleasure. It's great to hear it. Get turned on to that. Like the way your sparkling earrings lay against your skin so brown, and I wanna sleep with you in the desert tonight with a billion stars all around. I got a peaceful, easy feeling And I know you won't let me down Cause I'm already standing on the ground 
as a lover or a friend But there's this voice whispering in my other ear Says I may never see you again But I got a peaceful, easy feeling easy feeling that's a beautiful version of that thanks i love that that's jeff berkeley right there i did some background vocals too wow. yeah. Catherine made it it really sounded it really terrible was until sort she of, got yeah. Yeah. when i got i was like really you're really gonna put that out let me help that me. <laughs> but yeah yes. jeff berkeley really does a great rendition of that of, yeah. of that song you wrote and i know you get the question all the time so where were you when you wrote that song and i know you were at you were at a derweiner schnitzel somewhere yeah, I wrote the last verse at the Derweiner Schnitzel there on Washington <laughs> Love that. Boulevard. And then uh, they had a ceremony last year, the 40th anniversary of the song. And, yeah. And they put a little plaque in the table, outside, outdoor table that I was sitting at, waiting for my Polish dog when I wrote the last verse. And then the guy from Derweiner Schnitzel came up and awarded me uh, a, a gold wiener. <laughs> a solid gold wiener. That is not true. Entitling you it's to... True. It is. It's true, yeah. What do you get to do with it? Uh, you just keep it what? on the shelf. It's what? like... Is it you don't get a free... Uh, I think it's pretty yeah, limitless it's what dog. you could do with a gold yeah. wiener. Yeah, yeah. Well, everybody I mean, wants one. Well, sure. But they don't I mean, have one. The ultimate trophy. And uh, <laughs> and then in my next gig at the New Village Arts Theater, they sent the Derweiner schnitzel truck down and everybody really? got free hot dogs. Did you know? display your gold wiener at the gig? I did not. I, I think it's kind of a private thing. Sure. I think you're probably right. That's something you that belongs on a mantle. Under wraps, as yeah. it were. <laughs> under mustard. And interesting that Derweiner schnitzel would put plaques or a plaque on the table when they, they usually put plaque in the arteries. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Jeff. Oh, oh, oh. But this program we, not coming to you from... <laughs> not, 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 although we do love the corn dogs. They're yeah. very good. At yeah. the fair. Not, well, quite, not great for you. Thankfully, the uh, Rock Canyon Vineyard wine I've been enjoying makes those uh, little jokes by Jeff Berkeley just that much more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully everyone's easier drinking to palate. Rock It also Canyon melts wine. plaque. San Diego, too. I hope you're all out there <laughs> drinking wine Rock melts Canyon Vineyard wine. Here, here. So anyway, yeah, that song, amazing yeah. soundtrack to everyone's life. I mean, you know, everyone remembers where they are, right? That song, That's how true. does it affect you, Jim McGinnis? Peaceful, easy feeling. Mm -hmm. It just takes me back to being on the radio, like almost every song. Right. Mm -hmm. Since, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know. that's where you were. That's where I were. Your personal connection with that song, George? You know, I, I was a teenager in Frankfurt, Germany, and uh, I liked it 
but only after I moved here uh, did I get a better feeling for it. And then I think I interviewed Jack the first time back in the 1980s, and I've been lucky enough to interview him a number of times. And uh, you don't need to know the writer of a great classic song, but if you do, I think you get an even greater depth. Yes, absolutely. That's a good point. I have played that song on the radio, Jack, I think about 1,500 times. Wow. You know? Well, you owe Jack some money. <laughs> so, he actually made me some money. So thank you very much. I used much to joke on the air when I played that. I said, there's another quarter for Jack Townsend. Yeah, man. Wow. You better believe it. Well, it just uh, had a success that was completely out of proportion to anything I ever would have thought of. Yeah. You know, and then you, you go, can't whoa. predict these things. What happened? It just went out there. And, and I didn't do it. I didn't do that part of it. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, and so it's just kind of amazing. Yeah. Jack, does that date back to Glenn Fry coming down here to play in a duo and you befriending him and then he oh, yeah. heard you play a lot of your your music before anybody else because of that? Yeah. Uh, they came, uh, him and uh, Glenn Fry and J.D. Souther came down to play here. I think they opened for Buffy St. Marie at uh, Peterson Gym. <laughs> and they also played the Candy Company where I was playing all the time. And so I asked them to stay at my house on uh, Center Street and Park Boulevard which was a big house I had where a bunch of us hippies lived and we had a candle factory in the garage. <laughs> and so it's just, you know, I just knew those guys way before the Eagles and way before. Right. And then uh, I was up in L.A. staying at Jackson Brown's uh, house and they were going to introduce me to David Geffen and get me a record deal. Glenn came in and I was playing that song. Which I was is just this writing. the famous house where Glenn lived upstairs or something? No, and Jackson it, lived down, or was no, this later? No, that was later. Gotcha. This was later. It was just Jackson's house, and uh, and Glenn came in. He said, "What's that?" And then he pulled out a cassette recorder. For those of you who remember what that is, and recorded <laughs> me doing it. Then he came back the next day, and he said, "Well, I got this band. We've been together eight days, and we worked up your song here." Wow. You know, so boom, incredible. Yeah. So always uh, try to meet the great. The greatest people you can 20 years before they get big. <laughs> oh, That's my I, advice that's to young. Let me write that down. Hold on. It's so Lexi, easy. are you getting it's, this? Write that why down. Why didn't it that, occur to me? That'll work in any field. <laughs> in any field. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. So, man, you should write a book. Uh, yeah. Jack Tempshire, you brought us a song this week. Oh, oh, I brought you a song, yeah. And I can't pronounce. It's Consolacoahuaco. I can't pronounce it either. You can't either? It's, uh, you, I think we have to. Oh. We have to be able to at least describe the song. Well, who is it by? Baden Powell. Okay. Not the guy who started the Boy Scouts, but uh, right. the guy who plays, I believe he's Brazilian. Is it Consola Cow? Uh, yes. Consola Cow. What's, it has that little sh- deal over the it A. It does. We can't even pronounce the deal. We don't even know what that yeah, is. That so little so symbol above the... We should probably just leave yeah, it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. We could, <laughs> call, told, uh, we could call 1-800-Portuguese. I should... It's not an umlaut. George, I don't know. Let's just play the song. Yeah. Google will pronounce it for you later. Sure. Thank you for bringing it. It's a beautiful song. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
song that we cannot pronounce, brought to us by Jack Timshin, but a great Cream song. Cream de Cow Thank you. And called. why did you bring us that song? What was the story behind that? What moves you about that song? Uh, just that guitar player, Baden-Powell, yeah. and his rhythms and his, uh, his records I just love. So yeah. I thought I'd... Turn us bring, on to it. Bring one in, yeah. So we can find it through Baden-Powell. We yeah. don't need to know the name of the song. No. Just because we can't pronounce it. Thank you for that, Jack. So um, uh, we had the question a couple weeks back about uh, when you'll be playing again. Encinitas, Tuesday nights was apparently your thing. Did you do a Tuesday night residency then at El Fuego before the... Oh, I did it at the Calypso. Oh, at the Calypso, uh, I mean. And I, I I told all you guys and I waited and I, I played there for 13 years and you guys didn't show up. So now I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I went. had a fire. Now is when everyone's they closed. Uh, they closed that club and moved it to Mexico. Right. Is it really right? Uh, and so, so I don't have a regular gig. No uh, regular anymore. gig at this time. But I got my website, peacefulleasyfeeling dot com, and and it makes me sound like I'm really busy and active. And well, doing you are. You've got a, a your own wine. I do have that. We have a, a question sent in by uh, Claudia Russell from Jazz eighty eight three. So Claudia wanted to know, Jack, you're internationally recognized for songwriting. What songwriter catches your attention? Wow, uh, gee, a lot of people. You know, I, I'm always hearing a new song that I like, so I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, recently, I heard this guy Chuck Pyle, and he's yeah, yeah, he's who's uh, Chuck Pyle? He's incredible. He's a guy I never heard of that writes really cool songs, and uh, uh, he's from Colorado. Yes. Yep. Yeah. They call him the Zen Cowboy. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You've heard his songs, Catherine, because I've played him. Oh, okay. Yep. So, and I mean, I've got all the standard great people from, you know, Paul McCartney, Bob Dylan, and you know, but uh, every once in a while, and then there's always somebody that doesn't write consistently great songs, but that comes up with some killer song. For that, sure. So. All right. We're going to take a short break. We're going to be back with more music, including a song that George brought in for us to hear this week. So stay tuned. Hey, friends, you're listening to the end of year remix of a show originally recorded at Berkeley Sound this summer, featuring three of my favorite San Diego characters. We've been enjoying conversations and some of their favorite tunes. And now we return to the final segment. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, supporting local music. We are, of course, joined this week by Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga in studio with us. Welcome back to the show, boys. So, uh, George Varga, uh, we appreciate you bringing a song to us this week as you were requested to do so. And uh, you brought one of my favorites. Earl Thomas just played our All Access Fest a few weeks back. Uh, I have a photo I took from the drum riser. I was standing behind him. Great photo. I saw that on Facebook. Yeah, so good. 1,050 people we had that night, uh, all coming out to hear local music. And I think Earl put it up on his Facebook page, too. They were just all loving Earl. A lot of them had never heard him before, and uh, just being turned on to him for the first time, uh, a lot of people were just blown away. So you are obviously a fan of him. I am indeed. I I think if people want to look at a kind kind of a role model, Earl began his, quote, music career, which is now a international career, Playing in Balboa Park on you know weekends, and playing on Prospect Street in La Jolla. So he was busking, busking, and that it was the foundation of his career. And a lot of people, I think, kind of looked down on that. I think, well, that won't go anywhere. But what it allowed him to do was to really hone yeah. the craft of performing for people. And I remember him talking about how on Prospect Street, 
Um, he could make $500 literally not at the drop of a hat, but at a drop into the hat. Right. And you learn to look at people and you learn, well, how are you going to connect with them? Those are invaluable things. And not only that, but how to project your voice right. and a lot of that. Oh, and yeah, how to avoid being just, arrested. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had no idea that, that his, his he was a busker. Yeah, and then from there he moved to, uh, oh, I forgot the name of the club in OB that is no longer there, but uh, and, and worked up and built up, kept writing, and yeah. suddenly Etta James recorded one of his songs. Suddenly right. it, it built from there, kind of in a way more from a performing point of view but partly from writing what Jack did where he built this great repertoire and people were kind of magnetically drawn to it very cool and still to this day I mean he's just such a magnetic performer Mm -hmm. and And he tours here and in Europe and I think he has at least two different bands in Europe depending on what part of the continent yeah and then the American band right the uh, Rum Boogies is who he played with at House of Blues the other night incredible incredible performers so, uh, the song you brought us? Uh, it's an old gospel uh, classic, Elijah Rock. Okay. And uh, Jack was talking earlier about how he had heard a Harry Belafonte version years back. And um, Earl, you know, comes from the South and comes out of that gospel tradition. And yeah. you can really hear it on, sure. on that particular tune. All right, well, let's hear it. Jeff Berkeley? Yep. Push play. Play. <laughs> Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Elijah Rock, shout, shout, Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord. Satan is a liar, a conjure too. If I could, I surely would Stand on the rock where Moses stood Oh, Elijah Rock, shout, shout Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord Elijah Rock, shout, shout Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord Shout. Nobody there is gonna put me out I know my robe is gonna fit me well I tried it on at the gates of hell uh, Elijah Rock, shout, shout, shout Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord Elijah Rock, shout, shout Elijah Rock, coming up, Lord Standing in the middle of the wheel John talked about it The book of the seven seals Now some say the rose of Sharon Others say the prince of peace But I can tell the world He's been a shelter in the storm for me 
Rock, shout, shout. Elijah Rock coming up, Lord. Thomas, his song is brought to us by George Varga. Amazing. We love you, Earl. I'm Catherine Beeks, your host, along with Jeff Berkeley, my producer, and our final week with our amazing guest co-hosts, Jim McGinnis, Jack Timpson, and George Varga. This has been like jury duty a little bit, right? Making you come back each week, dragging you, the same parking spot. Oh, this again. Have you enjoyed it? Because we certainly enjoyed you. I, boys think, she's, oh, yeah. I think she's guilty. <laughs> so far, it's looking like, yeah, whatever it is, she probably did it, you know. Eva Cassidy, why did you bring that song to us, Jack Tim? You know, it's just so magical. I don't I don't know where that song came from. I had never heard it before. I Wandered Brookside is the song. I Wandered by the Brookside, or, and it's uh, just, it's, a, it's mystical. Yeah. The melody is incredible. It's probably an old song. George probably knows. Uh, I'm and, not that old. No, I mean, the, the <laughs> knowledge-wise, you're... Uh, and, uh, Knowledge-wise, you're ancient, yeah. George Varga. And uh, <laughs> Eva Cassidy, you know, I didn't, I didn't uh, ever hear about her till she she had already died, and you listen to all that stuff. And then, as far as just somebody sitting there playing the guitar and singing, and wow. the art of pulling that off, exactly. she is just as good as anybody ever. Yeah. And so, um, I think it's a great piece of music. Let's hear that song, Jeff Berkeley. Was the only sound. 
Wandered Brookside by Eva Cassidy, brought in by Jack Timpson. Thank you, sir. What a gorgeous song. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Touched my heart. You're going to play a little song for us now. <clears throat> I see. Will you please? Okay. And Jeff Sounds Berkeley, like I hear, is going to join you from, from Jolly uh, Old England. Yeah. By the, through the magic of technology. I hope there's no weird delay or anything. Oh, it sounds good to me. He's playing the backup part, and then once he plays it, it comes over here, and I play along with it. So right. that's why there's no delay. took me out to ride that horse one summer day at dawn He said, when you fall off, son, just get up and get back on He let me try, he let me fail, he let me try again Till finally that horse and me were racing like the wind To my mama I was precious, like I was the only one but my daddy always gave me room to run Room to run, room to fly Room to think that I could try To 
do things that no one had ever done. Room to race, space to breathe. Sometimes that is all you need. And my daddy always gave me room. Hey, my daddy is long gone now, but sometimes that horse and me go riding out along these hills as free as we can be. And today I introduce that horse to my only son. And don't you know I gave him room to run, room to run, room to fly. Room to think that I could try To do things that no one has ever done Room to race, space to breathe Sometimes that is all you need And my daddy always gave me room to run Oh, my daddy always gave me Nice, Jeff. That's a good one. Good song, man. Yeah. Thank you. Beautiful song. Nice doing uh, the jingly stuff, jolly old Jeff. Jolly old Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, when are you coming back to America? I'll be back in the States on the 26th. Oh, well, that was yesterday. Oh, cool. <laughs> there's a time difference. Yeah, there's Beautiful. a time. It's a jet oh, lag. It's jet a, lag. I didn't even think about I didn't even think about the lag. Well, goodness gracious. Well, thank you. Jack, amazing stuff. Oh, Have you ever uh, uh, considered, or maybe you do, uh, songwriter workshops? If some kids wanted to sit around and listen to you talk for a little bit? Oh, I don't know. It's it's, uh, it's a, you know it's okay. I've done those, and I'm going to do a songwriting camp. Oh, you in are Las Vegas, a one day thing. Uh, the guy <laughs> you, puts you camping on camping at a casino. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, a fantasy camp, like fantasy oh, where you course. go and hang out. And so uh, no, not I, that fantasy. Not Jeff. that. Not well, I didn't. What? No, so you're when, when is this happening? I don't know, about a month from now. But, okay. Uh, so I do that once in a while, but it's not my favorite. I'd rather do it than talk about it. Sure. It's kind of like like if you had to talk about how you write the newspaper articles. Right. It's just, uh, well, you know. Well, unlike you, no one wants to know how I write a newspaper article. No, we well, do, no, I'm saying, George, we do. Uh, okay. Yeah. It's well, first interesting, I go like though. The this, process is interesting. Like, uh, yeah. Well, you I know. guess it is. Yeah. It is. Well, thank you very much for well, that. thank you, Catherine. For that live song and all that beautifulness. And uh, peacefuleasyfeeling.com? Yeah. Is that where we can also find out about the songwriting camp and your wine and everything? Everything. That's sort of the umbrella of all that you do. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's over there. We're going to check it out. And uh, 
It's been great to be in the same room with these two guys. It ha- it's been these ridiculous. Two guys, it's been really to be cool. this close to Jack Temchin singing and playing hey. is awesome. Well, and I, I just and as as he's doing this, I'm thinking, gosh, it would be neat if we seriously, you all should be playing because you play drums and That's you right. play. And I mean, why didn't let's start a band? I would have insisted had I known these guys <laughs> I were play players. Shaker, eh? Well, I can do an eardrum thing and then uh, Jim eardrum yeah. <laughs> eardrum. <laughs> I'm strictly electric guitar. Uh, Loud. Yeah. I know you are. Yeah.
Daft Funk by Nathan East, as brought to us by George Varga, UT music critic. What a great song. Yeah, I like that a lot. So Nathan East, he plays bass? Uh-huh. Yes, I know this man. Yes, he plays I with the I think everybody, even if they him. don't know him, they know him. Fantastic. Uh, he grew up here. Um, you may be thinking of James, his brother, Catherine. No. Well, they're a very talented family, yeah. but Nathan, Am I? born in Texas, moved here as a little kid, grew up here, played in a band called Power with Carl Evans on keyboards, Hollis Gentry on saxophone, kind of these whiz kid uh, junior high guys who in high school, Barry White hired the whole band and took them on the road. That's how good they were as wow. teenagers. And then Nathan enrolled at UCSD. And about um, maybe a month before he was ready to graduate, John McLaughlin, the great guitarist, called and offered him a gig. And he had a big dilemma. Do I go on the road with my idol or do I get my degree? He got his degree, moved up to L.A. And the goal, I remember him telling me, was that he wanted, quote, to be everybody's favorite bassist. And he <laughs> became that. I mean, you, from Michael Jackson to Joe Satriani, um, to Daft Punk. Right. The reason that song was called Daft Punk is that Nathan played on nearly every track on the Daft Punk album that won all the Grammys earlier in the year. Um, he's played with country or any idiom you can think of. He has been the guy. And uh, not only is there a great... And, and I'm leaving out Eric Clapton, who is wow. on this album as well, right. um, who Nathan played with for a long time and did a, another tour with earlier in the year. And the thing about Nathan, I know Jack knows Nathan, and I think will agree is that beyond being a great very eclectic player he's an unbelievably nice guy yeah. and i think um being as accomplished as he is even if he wasn't a nice guy he would get gigs but the fact that he can get <laughs> along really well with nearly anybody um makes him even more in demand uh, jack would you go along with that or? oh yeah thanks for bringing that funky tune to us and a little <laughs> side note his long overdue i mean i remember him 20 years ago and he was talking about a solo album. 20 years later, it finally came out. And it is only the second album ever to come out on the Yamaha Entertainment record label. Oh, wow. And Yamaha puts out a, a Nathan East model base. And this was recently released? Uh, earlier in the year. Oh, wow, cool. Wow. Check it out. And does he have a brother named James that plays bass? Is he does, and who subbed for him on one Eric Clapton tour. Okay. And I think, uh, have either Jack or Jim worked with, with uh, James? Not, uh, not that I know of. No. no. But ah. you're right, Jeff Berkeley. So I checked my facts. I, um, <laughs> I alms budsman myself oh, over here. So thank you. All right. Well, uh, George, we had some questions sent in by Claudia Russell from Jazz 88.3. And her question for you was, George, you've covered the music scene in San Diego for decades. What do you think are some of the city's finest moments? Wow. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to circle around that a little bit. And I think Jack and Jim can back me up. On I moved here in the mid-70s, and it seemed to me that there's been a cyclical thing here where at least once a decade, there's a blossoming of musical talent here. And uh, out of that have come a lot of fine, fine moments. Sure. Um, and one that comes to mind, if I go chronologically, was in the late 70s and early 80s when um, there was an eruption of great local talent, a lot of whom played at the Spirit Club, where Jim played with uh, Land Piranha, mm -hmm. um, in part because there were very few other venues in town that uh, would showcase local music. Uh, Mojo Nixon got his start there. A, a lot of people did. Spirit and, Club became yeah, brick by brick. Exactly, okay. and now regrettably is mm -hmm. defunct. Mm -hmm. And then in the early 80s, MCA Records, and uh, Jim might have played a role in this, I don't know, came and they signed 
uh, DFX2 and uh, Trees and uh, a lot of, uh, maybe four or five bands. Is that yeah, correct? Bartok and Lansky was another. Right, Craig Bartok now playing in yeah, Heart. If I'm, heart. Yeah. Wow. And so that was in, in the 80s. Joey Harris. Joey Harris and the Speedsters, yeah. yeah. I know that guy. And so then if you, you fast forward a decade, not that there wasn't good music happening in between, there was, but if you get to the 90s and then the Casbah, a different venue, sure. gave birth to Rocket from the Crypt and Inch and Rust and all these different bands. At the same time, Java Joes and you had Steve Jewel, Poltz and Gregory Brass, Page and yeah. Jewel. And um, so I think I didn't mean to make the point, but maybe having a key venue is, is a, a big factor okay. that can kind of incubate people sure. and create a support network, which you know create very well a about. a fine musical moment. And then if yeah. you move forward kind of decade by decade or half decade by half decade, you get that, and those have all been highlights. But uh, I was kind of taken aback by the question because it, it's pretty all-enveloping. Certainly, but you answered it awesome. I think well, that's I, a, I you. think you're right. Uh, uh, sometimes the, the venue becomes the vortex of what's happening at that time, and all of those venues certainly uh, do that and are still doing that. Java Joe's having a resurgence uh, also. So Yeah, and the fact that you've got you know bands that maybe didn't make a national impact, like the B-Side Players who are having their 20th anniversary gig, coming up at the belly up. Uh, you know, I applaud that kind of longevity, and they've made really good albums, and they've recorded for national labels. Um, and uh, the fact that they didn't become better known, you know, is regrettable, right. but it doesn't make them any less enjoyable to, to hear. And, and any less loved. No. Yeah. All right, well, uh, thank you very much, no, George Varga. That was awesome. Jim McGinnis, Jack Timshin, and George Varga. It's kind of sad. It's like being p- part of a play or that uh, the end of a troupe, you know, when you're on tour and you have to say goodbye. Like, yeah. I'm going to f- miss you guys. It's been a whole month of what? hanging out. Oh, shucks. It I felt know. like only one night. It, it did yeah. feel like just a day, but sometimes that's, you know, the way it goes. Indeed. Almost <laughs> August, though, you know. We've left you speechless, huh, McGinnis? Oh, yeah. You're just yeah. over there giggling. I'm just having such a good time listening. <laughs> the summer just shot by. It did it's, shoot by. <laughs> well, did you even have one over in England? No, well, it's so, they call it summer. And I'm glad you're back, Jeff Very Berkeley. pale people. You're, you're back, uh, but not quite with us yet because of the jet lag. Yeah, but, right. But still back in our hearts. Only part of me has arrived. Hmm. All right. Well, uh, uh, I want to uh, remind those San Diego musicians out there who have songs they would like to hear on the radio that they can submit those tunes via MP3. We like to hear fully produced uh, studio professional recorded stuff, but you know, send us what you got. We'll check it out. All the information is at listenlocalsd.com. Check the calendar if you want to come play a show as well. <laughs> Love, stop, I own the dust Just to pour my love 
Rockin' from the Crypt. Jim McGinnis brought us that song. Yeah. Thank you. No, you're welcome. That song rocks. I love the rocket, and they're they're still doing it. Yeah. And that's uh, I brought in this three CD set that was available only in England. It was uh, called Impre- on a rope. Impressive looking little box. Yeah, set yeah, looking, or yeah. Three CDs. Yeah. Three CDs like with one song on each CD. Yeah. And I. I I believe I gave you the version here that was d- recorded for the TV show called White Room okay. uh, on Halloween of 97, I think it was. But the, that means a lot to me because my stepson, uh, Dustin, toured with that band. He was there. He'd schlep their gear and drive their tour bus and get on stage with them uh, under the uh, stage name Dirty. <laughs> and he'd, he'd do all the dancing and background vocals and stuff. And nice. so he got to see the world. Uh, with Rocket from the Crypt, while not really being a member of the band, but yeah. he, he and John Reese uh, Swami uh, are real close, good, so cool. good friends. So that's for you guys. Thank and, you. Uh, you know, I just want to throw some noise into the show. Do you here still go tonight. out and check them out? And Rocket from the Crypt. Yeah. Do you go see them live? I I've seen them as often as I possibly could. Yeah. Yeah. It's you know, it's great. To, you know, your hard punk band with a horn section and. Uh, you know, yeah, it is what it is, and it's loud and proud, <laughs> and I love the sound they get. Uh, you know, nice. those vintage amplifiers and stuff. So, so Jim, what one are, of my faves. What are your plans? What's on the horizon for you, my friend? Oh gosh, well, I'm just going to continue working six days a week, Catherine, until I can no longer take it. I thought you were trying to retire. <clears throat> well, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Running a roundabout way, uh, <laughs> I do plan to continue my uh, my career as a jazz DJ at uh, Jazz eighty eight point. Good. That's a whole lot of fun, but, uh, you know, I'm I'm at the age where I can start to uh, consider doing less and and goofing off more. You and your gal going to make it to Ireland? Uh, We've been there a couple of times. Oh, okay, cool. But uh, that's always in my sights. I'd like to go back to, uh, well, we're going back to England next year, but uh, there's all kinds of things I want to do on my my bucket list. Nice. In uh, Ireland, that would be the fifth time uh, I would I must have, have read an there. old bio because it says something like you're, yeah. you want to take yeah. your wife. Oh, to, I love Ireland. It's yeah. one of the best places I've ever been, uh, you know, just for me anyway. Sure. The, the vibe and, and everything about it, you know. Also, um, Jack Timpson, you've got something coming up called the live sessions you're doing, some video stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm just taking uh, uh, all the songs that I have, all the new songs, and putting them on video with just me performing them. Because that's what the kids are doing. They're not making CDs anymore. I mean, yeah. it's all it's all video now. It's all video. It's the way so to go. I'm, that's where I'm going. I don't know. Uh, I like it. And it's fun because you do the video and you just perform it until you get a real good one. Then you're all done. Whereas <laughs> yeah. uh, if you're making a record, each song can take a month that's of little true. nitpicking stuff. And, oh, yeah. and during that time, I could be on to writing five other songs. Exactly. So this is fun for me. And when does that start or has it already? I, it's going to start in a week or two. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So August-ish? August-ish, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Well, how do we find that? PeacefulEasyFeeling.com? Yeah, it'll be on there. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for being with us this month. Oh, thanks. It's, it's been a such a pleasure fun. and uh, so cool to hang out with you. George Varga, thank you, my friend. Oh, thank you. Any final words uh, as we close out the show? I'll be a little bit uh, shameless. I've got an interview, I believe, Please. in today's paper uh, with Eric Clapton with a really good local angle, which is we're talking about his new album, which is a tribute to the late, great J.J. Kale, who sadly died last year at yeah. uh, Longtime Valley Center resident. And uh, he and uh, Clapton recorded a Grammy-winning album together, The Road to Escondido. Yeah. And so um, Clapton has made an album now of all 
kale material done very reverently and with a pretty phenomenal lineup. And um, uh, the when that album came out the road to Escondido, Clapton wanted Kale to do a whole tour with him, and Kale, being very uh, spotlight evading, uh, declined. But the only place they played together was here in San Diego. Wow. And uh, so I don't know if anyone here went to that, but it was that. a pretty very cool. memorable evening. And where can we see that? Uh, you can see that in the print edition of UT San Diego okay. or online at utsandiego.com. Online, check it out. And uh, thank you for all you do, sir. Oh, thank you, you very do much. some amazing stuff in the community, and we love oh, you. Well, right how back do, at you. Uh, if uh, artists want to get reviewed, uh, how, what's the best way to get their stuff to you? Um, I really don't like to get a link to music. It's very really convenient, but the audio compression, in my mind, does no favor to music. Sure. So maybe I'm archaic. But if you've recorded it in another form, I would really prefer to hear it. You want the on actual CD. physical CD? I, I do. I, I, mean, I mean, the link is good for me to find out more about you. Right. Um, and the great thing for me about what I do is that there's always more good music to find. The frustrating thing is there's always more good music than you have time. Right. Um, but you try to cover, kind of like Jim on the radio, I would think, you know, you could never get to everything, but you try. Correct. And like you, too. With Absolutely. Okay. And they can find all your information uh, through the UT. Correct. Or on the post office wall. <laughs> and are you, are you active on Facebook at all? I am. Uh, in fact, um, I feed, if you will, three different Facebook pages, two affiliated with the paper, sure. one not, but I use that for the paper as well. Awesome. And tweet. Oh, you do? You tweet? Do. Awesome. <laughs> Good job. Jeff Berkeley? Yes, ma'am. Do you tweet? Uh, from time to time, I, I tweet. You have tweeted? I have tweeted. So once again, thank you, boys. It's been an incredible week. I feel like we're all BFFs now. We're going to hang out and do lunch and all that, I hope. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening, friends, to the special end-of-year remix with Jim, Jack, and George. I'm your host, Catherine Beeks, and I can't thank you enough for listening to and sharing the Listen Local show and for your support of our local San Diego music community. We're looking forward to this new year and our continued effort to introduce music lovers to the music San Diego is making. We couldn't do it without the help of our generous sponsors, Lloyd Pest Control, and the support from folks like you. For information about how you can support the show, visit listenlocalradio.com and click on radio. From Catbox Studios in Crest, California, this is Catherine Beeks hoping all of your dreams come true in 2015. See you at a show. Enough